This is Super Black. I am Carl. That is Dan. Hello, guys. And in this episode, we are chatting about Ghost Rider. Doing the research for this character, I know we're only really going to focus on Robbie uh, Reyes. Mm-hmm. But doing the background research on this character, you understand that, you know, he's referred to as the Spirit of Vengeance, but he's actually, you know, a demon yeah. called Zarathos. You know, and that's who Johnny Blaze bonded with. He's more of like a horror character. You you need to be scared of him as opposed to be, um, it was more like this weird freaky character i was like i don't necessarily know how to explain it but like i wasn't scared when i feel like you need to be scared of that character jumping forward into our actual topic of a mr roberto robbie reyes in 2014 they reintroduced ghost rider and then the person who would then take up the mantle and they made him a mexican-american instead of driving a old school motorcycle some harley davidson or anything he drives a souped up, what is it? A, a charger. Yes. Yeah, a Dodge Charger from like a nineteen. It's like a nineteen seventies Dodge Charger, which is one of the best cars that they've ever made. And when he gets into that car and becomes the Ghost Rider, the car envelops in flames and takes off like a bat out of hell, which I think is a, an amazing visual to show, not only in the comic books but in Agents of Shield, where uh, we get to see a nice live-action version of Mr. Robbie Reyes. What is your take on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Robbie Reyes? From Jump, the introduction of him was was pretty well done. From the design perspective, they got, you know, pretty much spot on. It seems like a more integrated, like, you know, half skull, half helmet. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm okay with that. It's very angular. Yes. Yeah, but most, you know, it's like mostly the look is very faithful to the comic book. You know, you, you can already tell they took some liberties in terms of the story. Because in the comic book, Robbie Reyes is actually in high school. Where it seems like this version is a little older. And he's been in that Ghost Rider form for like a while. Yeah, he, he seems to, he he seems to come it. to terms. Yes, yeah. he comes to terms. Yeah. I'm curious to see if they actually delve into the actual backstory of the ghost rider, because this is what makes Robbie Reyes so interesting is that he doesn't have that same spirit of vengeance that Johnny blaze has this actually, you know, this was uh, a surprise to me. You know, it was when you started reading that series, it was understood that there was something wrong with that spirit. It wasn't the one that they were used to. And it slowly got revealed that it was, a serial killer that just happened to take over Robbie Reyes. And what made it even worse is a serial killer was his uncle that was shot and killed by the police back in the 1990s. You touched upon it, but each ghost, each person who takes on the ghost rider mantle gets different abilities, different powers, and it's normally associated with a different spirit. So it's not Johnny Blaze's uh, ghost rider is not necessarily Robbie's, who's not necessarily Danny Ketch's. Like the, everyone who touches that spirit gets a different entity of sorts. All from hell, though, because it wouldn't be funny if it wasn't. <laughs> we'll double back to the Ghost Rider is the Spirit of Vengeance movie, where every car or every vehicle he touched uh, burst into flames and became this really 
interesting ride. And he drove that big uh, construction vehicle in the movie and all the flames erupted and Ghost Rider's in there having a, a, a ball just messing with the gears and stuff. And that alone was a would it, it that's what made that movie for me. So it's nice to see that he's not only on the bike and in, in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they gave him the muscle car and it's, you know, on fire, the wheels spark up. It's it's a it's a great visual. That's one thing that I know I, I love about Ghost Rider is that that visual, that that silhouette, if you will. Like a it's unmistakable. It's it's beautiful. Like I'm I'm once again curious to see how far they're gonna take it. Cause you know, the budget with the Agent Seal budget, there's constraints. So you can't necessarily have him on fire walking around the entire time. And they've found a way to, you know, Bobby Reyes can uh, summon the power of Ghost Rider without necessarily lighting up, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like anything he touches starts burning and he takes on like superhuman strength without even going to the skull and flames version. So far, which which version do you like more? I mean, they haven't done a ton of it with uh, a ton of it a ton with him on Agents of Field, uh, Agents of Shield yet. Wow, I am eating every word that I say. But uh, <laughs> between the character in the comic and the character on screen, which which do you feel is more in line with what you'd want with Ghost Rider being kind of a horror character or a scarier character? It's it's uh for me like I don't necessarily want to compare the two because like the reason I got back into that Ghost Rider series is clearly the artist the artist um Dan Elo Beirut that is a name yes and his art style is this very linear fluid he does beautiful line work and it's perfect for the action like when the action picks up in the book his art lends so well to it you know so i you know i love the book you know the story was great but because i'm an illustrator because i'm an artist you know i, I appreciated the book that much more because of that because of him the the television series itself so far when ghost writers on screen you know they you could tell that they are pushing the visual hard and they try to make it as cinematic as possible like the, the introduction of ghost Rider, where he gets blowed up, and the car flips into the air. The the tires light on fire, and from there on out, it's just you know ninety miles an hour. You know, and at that point, you're just sitting in the background, like you got only got to see glimpses of the Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. You know, which you know, which I feel is good in that respect, because having the story from Ghost Rider's perspective kind of takes away from the horror feel. Yeah, he needs to be on the outskirts, kind of uh, always. Um, showing up, freaking everybody out, and then he doesn't need to speak. And when he speaks, it really should come from like every direction, and it should sound like it's coming from hell or something. Yeah, the the room should vibrate, like the room should turn to speakers yeah. when he's speaking. Nothing but bass and hellfire. Yes. So let's talk about Ghost Rider's powers in general. So when whomever who's taken over by the Spirit of Vengeance gets the power of Ghost Rider. Of course, obviously their head explodes into flame and you see a nice little skull. Robbie Reyes, however, gets this funky, almost medieval skull helmet where flames and exhaust kind of like pour out of the, the, the mouth and the eyes, which is a very dope visual. Uh, the, uh, the Ghost Rider becomes pretty much impervious to 
any physical or you know kinetic damage. You can stab them, you can shoot them, and it does nothing. the The bullets and the knives pretty much just go through and into hell and burn away. He's he's basically fire. He's a fire person at that point. Uh, and they he has this really almost useless but interesting power called the penance stare where he can stare directly into your soul and make you feel all the pain that you've caused uh, other people in your lifetime wait wait how is that useless well he has to stand there and hold you you know and it kind of makes him this stationary like if he can make you feel it from a distance i would understand and if he can please let me know but from what i could tell you he has to like be up on top of you and make you feel like hold you down but if you're in a fight it doesn't really come into play does it i mean say like when he backs into a corner like he's supposed to be this horror character you're supposed to be scared of him this walking force of nature so i can just imagine people paralyzed in fear and him just having you know slowly walking up and grabbing that face and just send him to hell you know you know basking in the pain they've caused their entire imagine how that feels like being psychopath being the worst of, of, of humanity and having all that you've done wrong just thrown right back at you in mere moments i, I yeah you, that that that's probably terrifying but i would run i would I'd run really far i'd run really fast and far but it's just like jason it's just like michael myers you can run as much as you want but you're not going to escape him like that's his job his job is to find you and make you pay for what you did. See that—that's a good story. That's a good uh, parallel. Like he should be on level with like Myers and and all those horror movie monsters. Like he should be. Why isn't Ghost Rider more of a horror movie monster? Like if he was part of the public domain or something, and everybody could touch that character, I bet people would write some really great horror stories based on Ghost Rider. Because you never, there's never a monster who's doing good. You know, it's always a monster who's going after some kids or his sister or something weird like that. But what about a monster that you're terrified of, but you kind of want him to win? Like I, I'm not smart enough to write that story, but I'm sure somebody else is. And technically, Ghost Rider really isn't a good guy. You know, from what I understand, it's like if you have a cross to bear in any way, shape or form, he will come after you. You just have to stay out of his way. He just kind of goes after the biggest and the bad. But. If you get in his way, he will still mess with you. He also has a a freaky chain that he can pull out of nowhere. That's mostly Johnny Blaze. I don't think the later incarnations had that weird chain, did they? No, they they, they all use it to a certain extent. He has a chain. He has the the, with the knives at the end of it. Um, And yeah, he definitely uses it. The car definitely is used more as a weapon in this iteration. Yeah. You know, and it's it's and not only that, the trunk there's a portal. So if he needs to get somebody out of harm's way, he just takes that person and throw them in the trunk and they just end up, you know, perfect, perfect example in the comic book series, spoilers, you know, when Robbie Reyes is trying to save his brother from a gang, you know, he picks his brother up, puts him in the trunk and he ends up back at the garage where Robbie Reyes originally found the car. It's like the TARDIS kind of, sort of. I like, I like your nerd reference. It is very much like the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Yes. And here's where it kind of gets very complicated because the spirit of vengeance in Robbie isn't the typical one. He This one tends to be more manipulative. So it's a constant battle between Ghost Rider. Well, it's a constant battle between Robbie Reyes and his uncle for dominance over the body. 
And when Robbie Riz completely loses control in terms of like when he gets angry, you know, and gives into his negative emotions, Eli, the uncle, mm-hmm. can completely just take over the body and do whatever the hell he wants to. That sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. But but that makes for a better character. Yeah. More nuanced. Exactly. Here's a, a question for you. Have you watched the Spawn animated series? Yes, I have. Do you think that Ghost Rider would be would fit in that type of animation style or that animation uh storytelling? Absolutely. I, I think those those two are kind of not I was going to say synonymous, but that's not the right word. They're they're a very good parallel. Like, I feel like that type of gritty, dirty, just horror story would fit Ghost Rider really well. Like, he needs to stalk prey. He needs he can't be in the forefront all the time. He When he shows up, it has to be an event, you know? Like, you have to hear, like, that engine roar from miles away. You have to see the fire coming from a long like just freak people out like that visual of a flaming car driving at you is powerful and i think the robbie reyes character would do well to have that you know uh sort of vehicle Mm. pun pun intended in today's creative studio we are going to take a cue from our topic hero a Mr. Ghost Rider, and we're going to create our own, our very own, super black Ghost Rider. This should be a nice little fun exercise. I was thinking about this a little bit, and I like the idea of a Japanese Ghost Rider. Only because you can pull from all those uh, old, like, Japanese demon pictures and, and you know, pick one and, and try and make it into kind of the, the spirit of vengeance. And I'm kind of obsessed with samurai, uh, samurai culture. Not obsessed, but I think it's really cool. Uh, what what say you? You think that's a good place to start, or you have a, another? Um, if, no, if if we're following the horror genre, that'd be perfect. Especially within the last twenty years, with all the the Asian horror, the garage, and all those things, I think that'd be absolutely amazing. Do you think? Do you think uh, we actually said it in Samurai Times, or is contemporary more terrifying? I I like the fact that you can put it in like uh, like actual Samurai Times, where it's just dark. You know, there's no ele- there's no like electricity or you know cell phones or anything. Everything's just kind of like out in the forest somewhere, maybe. And this this rogue, maybe he's a Ronin, a Ronin samurai, who's been uh, cursed by some. Japan, ancient Japanese demon, and he has no. He's like he's like a Ronin with no master, and he roams from uh, village to village, taking down you know evil, other evil samurais. As you're speaking, I'm putting together an image in my head of what he would look like, and I would like to actually put that together and see what I can do with that. I I I urge you to let's, okay. Let's keep going because I I think we I think we can get a little bit more uh, clarity for you. Uh, in my head, I'm thinking he's been he's been cursed, but the reason he's a Ronin is because he killed his former employer. I don't know what the term for those like master like his uh, 
his his former employer. Let's say employer. <laughs> uh, he killed his for, his his former employer, and uh, he got driven out of town because everyone loved him. They didn't know he was evil, and this demon, this spirit of vengeance that he's uh, engulfed with, took over and murdered his guy and burned down his uh, his temple. So now he's on. He's kind of on the run. But he's also he I, there's like vague references to like the the way that Hulk show was where he's just kind of wandering and he he stops in different towns and does good deeds and then he has to keep going because everyone you know he left a trail of fire in his way. But here's the thing: kind of thing. It's like I, I I could I can't imagine him wandering. Would he would have to be on a horse the entire time because you you really couldn't call him Ghost Rider if he wasn't riding in something right or riding on something. Yeah. Sure. Is it, yes. Would it be cooler if it was more of like a cart, like two horses and a cart? Or, or <laughs> so like, can, can of, he be um, running with a rickshaw? Like he's holding the rickshaw. rickshaw. Yeah. And well, who's in Over, it? Say, <laughs> his victims. His, his the victim souls are binded to the rickshaw, and he's dragging yes. it behind him. Ronan pulling around a rickshaw. Maybe it was originally his dead family in that rickshaw, and their souls were originally binded to that. And now he's the only thing about. But the only thing about the rickshaw is that it, it requires him to his hands become uh, taken out of the equation because he has to hold the rickshaw. So he but, like the the like on a horse, he's he's able to like pull a sword. Or, you know, in a cart, he can, you know, let go of the reins and do something. But on a rickshaw, he's, it's almost like he's required all right, to have so somebody All right, l- so l- let me set a tone for you and let's see how, how well this sticks, all right? So you imagine through the mm-hmm. back forests of feudal Japan, where there's, you know, it's only lit by the moon. You see this character slowly dragging a rickshaw around with a flaming skull. And no matter what you, no matter what you do, you can't seem to get far enough away from it. And once again, this fuel of Japan, nobody's really going away, going anywhere pretty quickly. So he mm-hmm. can let go of that rickshaw and just cause as much havoc as possible. That katana can come out and he's just slicing and dicing, taking those bodies and throwing them on the rickshaw, and that's where he performs the penance. Yep. Okay, I'm back in. It's kind of terrifying. I like the idea of him roaming through the forest and at night you just see like this moving fire yes kind of thing like it's just this slow moving like torch and you can't really understand like is the forest on fire but why is it moving and why is no trees on fire or anything uh i i want to infuse just take it a, a step further instead of holding the souls uh in in there let's say if he gets somebody in there he performs the penance and then they're gone right and as he walks with holding the rickshaw and the wheels, you know, kind of burn the floor, whenever they, as they go, you hear the screams and the wails of the people that he's performed penance on just kind of bubbling up from the, the scorch marks on the mm-hmm. floor behind him. So you hear, you hear the souls crying out as he walks through How, the forest. Can, let, let me add to this. How about on top of what you just said, the most recent person he performed penance on is still, com- you know, is still trapped on the top of that rickshaw and just slowly do- decaying, a la frighteners in ghost form. Yeah, 
How? Let's take that even a step further. What if there is an avatar, or or like some sort of casket in the form of a human that he puts them in, that looks like a passenger in the rickshaw, and you hear all you hear is the person in there screaming, and then when you open it up, it's like a decayed body, and it's just like a whoever was the last person put in there. That way, you get like this this uh kind of the the thing we like about Robbie where he has like this helmet that like belches flames and, and smoke. You have the same thing, but with the victim and it's just belching screams and wails and cries. I can work with that. That way there's that way. There's always a consistent look to the, to the rickshaw, but there's always something different inside. I yeah, I can totally work with that. Let's uh, let's break down his look. I like, uh, I like the, the idea of a former samurai with, kind of like bubbling burnt uh broken armor but it's like tempered it there's been so much fire so much uh power has just like charred and tempered this this armor to the point where you can't like crack through it you can't cut it there's nothing you can do to it but it's just it's just scorched and and cut and blackened in some portions and and red it has to have like some uh some sort of uh accent color that's really out there i don't know if it's red maybe it's like maybe it's like an orange orangey just like mimicking the flame kind of deal and uh right up onto his neck that's just like on fire at all times like the neckline is just Scorched burning fire. Now here's the thing with the samurai, especially with the helmets, they always had a face mask. Right? And that face mask is that by itself can be absolutely terrifying. Right? I'd say I'm not too sure how to incorporate the actual helmet itself just yet. But the face mask is what point like what what sticks out to me the most. And so like just have that Mm -hmm. face mask and behind it just have that wall of flame. And you can see like the hint of the skull behind the mask as well. Maybe you could have the helmet hanging to the side of him, like hanging off his waist. Yeah. I think, I think the idea of him not even wearing the helmet is pretty cool. Like he just holds it or, uh, or this, this is a brainstorm. Let me just get this out. I just want to throw this out like kind of a, uh, headless horseman type thing where he holds the helmet and the helmet's on fire, but there's no head where his head used to be. <laughs> He's just, it's just burning, uh, this burning, uh, samurai helmet in his hand whenever he turns into the ghost rider. I say, I like that thought, but we were talking about the, the avatar sitting, we were talking about the avatar sitting on the rickshaw. How about that helmet mm-hmm. be on top of that, that, um, that avatar and have that helmet. Yes. Be. Yes. The penance. He puts the helmet on the person. You put he puts the the whatever outfit whatever cloak that the avatar has on the person, and then he speaks whatever you know uh, incantation he has to say, and he puts the helmet on top of the person, and then the helmet bursts in the flames, and then he picks up the rickshaw and starts walking again, and the person's screaming inside, can't move. That's terrifying. <laughs> we just came up with another good idea that um, we shouldn't really tell anybody. <laughs> Well, we can't we can't do anything with uh with Ghost Rider. I mean, we could probably just make that. I mean, we, they can know what it is, and we'll still do it. It's fine. Right. I don't mind. <laughs> I like I like this uh, this 
this uh feudal Japan ghost rider roaming from town to town, just taking down evil. Just and I I like I I would like it to be kind of what we talked about with the horror characters, where he's not really the focus. He's that specter in the back where he's uh like whenever some bad stuff is going down, you see that rickshaw walking and no one knows really what it is. And then he like out of nowhere shows up kind of like Jason, like just pops up out of nowhere and he puts the rickshaw down and he has like this charred black sword that he just uses to fucking skewer people just and just imagine when he's pulling that sword from its scaffold is that the word i'm looking for scabbard Scabbard. sorry when he's pulling that sword from that scabbard and the flames just rise up out of it it's never quick it's always very slowly that that slow reveal super slow and you hear the 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 metal scraping against it just like it's like it's really working to get out just just burning, bubbling. You hear pops and sizzles. That sounds amazing. I like that. Not to toot our own horns, but that I, sounds I like, amazing. I, it yes. sounds pretty damn good. I, I also like the idea if there if we had an alternate weapon, it would be like those uh the glaive, that giant uh stick with the big um what is it, the the, the like knife a scythe? at the end of it? Not a, not a scythe, more let me see. I believe it is a glaive. Googling it. Uh, yep, glaive. Okay. It's a glaive. Okay, so yeah, to have like an alternate version of the sword, if it was like a glaive that the flames create the giant spear at the end. Oh, this is even this is the even better representation of what I'm thinking. There you go. Uh, and he has it on his back, and when he touches it, kind of like when he touches when Ghost Rider touches a motorcycle or a car or anything when he touches the glaive that's when it erupts in flames and again like a movie monster takes it out super slow people are trying to attack him and for some reason like he's moving super fast like you can't like you just see this staticky vision as if he was like some sort of hologram skipping in and out of reality but he's just moving really fast so you can't touch him and he's just like pulling this glaive with his sword out it erupts in flames and then he says something in dope japanese Man, I wish I knew Japanese. But he's say saying something, something cool in dope Japanese. Japanese, but he's not actually saying it. People are hearing the voice echoing in their heads. Exactly. It's like the voice of God if it was made that, out of hate and fueled that low, by fire. Sexy, and, grumbling. Yeah, and it's it's just like it's in the back, it's in the back of their head. It's just like thumping and they're getting like a headache and they can't understand where the voice is coming from and it's making the back of their eyes hurt. And when they open their eye, it's just as fire glaive comes down woof, gets him and then he's back on his he's back before they even know it they're in the avatar and he's back on his rickshaw and he's moving just, on just just imagine that like looking towards japanese hillside and just seeing a trail of fire oh slowly moving down whales you hear the the dead crying ever so faintly just to make the your hairs on your your arm stand up you're like is that someone crying is that someone screaming is that someone pleading for help why do they all sound like one person and also like a thousand i'm getting goosebumps just talking about this yeah if you if you didn't if you weren't scared of halloween we're gonna make you scared this if this isn't the most halloween thing you ever heard (laughs) guys 
can we also use a rickshaw as a weapon in some way, shape, or form? Like he can literally just like use it as a sledgehammer when he needs to wing it at somebody. Yep, just wing it at somebody. <laughs> just cl- just clear. What if he could? What if he could just call it and it just it like rumbles towards people and whoever it touches it sets them on fire if they're bad. It can do that too. He just he, he looks at it. He thinks it and it just comes at him. I'm enjoying this. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, this is a this is a, a movie or a thing that has to be made, or I'm gonna be upset. All right, that is the creative studio. Hope you guys enjoyed our take on what Ghost Rider would be. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us via our contact page or head over to Twitter at Super Black Says. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, we go hope you guys did too. So uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, folks. Bye.